What's this podcast called? Sepsis from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh. Luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No! I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for Winner Bowl. God damn it. Fellow citizens of the galaxy, we do not belong on this planet. We are one of you. We are being held against our will, our potential to realize a happy and fulfilled life, nullified by the ignorant and cruel indigenous population of Earth. You must save us. Take us away from this. Desperately in need of your assistance, please help us, Juan and Sarah. Come and get me! <laughs> I know he was. What are you waiting for? He was so dramatic. Uh, anyways, hello everybody. This is podcast from Planet Weird, and this is episode. We are of- literally Juan and Sarah. We are literally Juan and Sarah, and we we're so quirky and weird that we want to get off this planet because we think we're aliens. Ah. We're just we're just so different. We're like we're just so different and weird, and we don't belong here. And maybe we're aliens, but also maybe Superman. Yeah. So this is episode one hundred and eighty nine. Of this podcast, you know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean? A hundred and we're eighty fine. Ooh, oh no. Um, this is a show where we talk about Disney Channel original movies and other childhood favorites. And oh my goodness, it's been so long. Well, I guess we talked about I've... Upside Down Magic, but other than that, that count. other than that, it's been so long since we've actually talked about a decom. And today we're back at it. It's a decom, baby. It's can of worms. I forgot how short decoms should be. Because, oh mama, an hour and a half? This movie felt like a luxury to me. I said, I looked at the time and was like, 30 minutes left. It just started. <laughs> Compared to Hook last week? like <laughs> Compared to Upside Down Magic, which was also two hours? I don't think it was two hours. I think you're... Just I'm a hundred percent. It felt like three. Well, before we get into a decom for for once on this podcast this year, am I right, y'all? Um, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Do you see these these prints? Oh yeah, they're hanging. They dry in. They dry in. Um. I accidentally fucked up and I stacked the egg prints on top of each other because I'm like, they're they're dry. And then lo and behold, I was like, I'm going to check on them. I, 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 I lift them up from each other and they on stuck. the back of them. They, no, luckily no. But there's like little edges of the prints where like the ink just like bubbled a little bit because of the pressure. Mm-hmm. And so like those are still wet. Um, but I put a piece of newsprint in between them. They shouldn't stick. Um, but if they do, an X-Acto blade will fix that issue. But hopefully, I, I don't think they will. I, they take like around like four days to dry. It's just really weird. But I'm hoping to get them shipped, shipped out by the end of this week. So if you ordered one, expect it this month. Okay. Speaking of shipping things out, I just mailed out yesterday, I mailed out uh, our decom paintings from March uh, to Megan and Grace because they won. So sent those out. Right after I packaged up the one you painted, I said, oh, I didn't take a photo of it. 
I hate you. So, oopsie. So, whoever I sent that to, I can't remember which one of you I sent it to. Um, but maybe take a pick and send it to Juan because I don't think he ever got a, a good pick of it. And it was a good painting. Thank you. So I think I got like half a, I think I took like a, a semi good photo of it. I mean, it's in the YouTube video we just put out if you want to crop that <laughs> of me holding it up. If you want to crop, if you want to Photoshop my hand out of it. You took a video? You took a photo? In our YouTube video, we were, I didn't take a high quality photo. I was holding it up. So if you would like to crop me out of it. Oh, you know what? Okay, I'll, I'm going to tell you this. I'm pissed at you. <laughs> you got me so mad. We did the collages and you had the audacity to not insert an image of the finished version of the collages. How dare you? You didn't send me a picture of the finished collage. Yes, I did. The finished one? No. Y- yes. When I when I finished it, I sent it in mine, you, and Frankie's group chat. Mm, let me just check here. Well, you you still have it. You can still take a pic. We haven't sent those out yet or anything. So True. We can post them on the Finsta. On the Finsta. If you'd like to know what we're talking about, go watch our newest YouTube video. And maybe you can win Juan's collage that he is talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, I haven't really been doing anything. I've just been going to work. And Great. I've been, I'm just being told by kids that I'm being too careful about COVID. I think you are. How dare you? I think you should get COVID and then give it to the kids. All these kids are going somewhere over fall break. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why do you need to go to Vegas? Why? What children? Actual children. Why do you need to go there? So what's funny is I actually had to because my phone was running out of storage. I actually deleted our group chat, and I, so I only have the photos from the last photo I have is like when I was sending, or the the first photo I have is the picture Frankie sent of like the skincare stuff, and then the picture of the rat. So from Stuart. Ew. Little. <laughs> So I don't have whatever you're talking about. I'll just have to believe mm. you, I guess. I I would hope that you could believe me. I would like to be believed. Mm. Who would you believe? Well, I know you would like to believe, but would you like to leave this planet? I would like get me out of here. Yeah. I've been carried at my at my Halloween dance via technology. <laughs> get me out of here. Um, okay, let's talk about Can of Worms. Can of Worms is a science fiction comedy film, and it's a Disney Channel original movie. It premiered on Disney Channel on April 10th, 1999. And it's based on the novel of the same name by Kathy Mackle, which was a Young Reader's Choice nominee in 2002 and a nominee for the 2001 Rhode Island Children's Book Award. This is also the, f- the first DCOM to have a rating of TVPG. Oh, they said, this one's too scary. We have to tell parents to watch it with their kids. They said these aliens are too disgusting. Um, the screenplay, teleplay, whatever you want to call this for this TV movie, was written by Kathy Mackle, who wrote the book. So she 
covered both both of the sources here. Um, she covered both her bases. Uh, the director was Paul Schneider, who also directed one of our just our, one of our favorite Disney Channel movies. Oh no, you lucky dog! Did we watch that? Yes. What was it? What was the plot of that? Kurt Cameron starts acting like a dog. Who is Kurt Cameron? It's best that you don't remember. Um, okay. The movie stars Michael Shulman, Erica Christensen, and Adam Wiley. Um, Adam Wiley Coyote? Yeah. Adam Wiley, who we know from Under Wraps. He played Gilbert in Under Wraps. Is he Big Ears? Yeah, he was Gilbert, the little nerd in Under Wraps. Mm. And now he's in here, also playing a little nerd. Uh, he was typecast. Oh, bitch nerd. Uh, Michael Shulman. I don't know if people would know him from anything. I know him from uh, what, uh, Party of Five. And uh, that's about it. Oh, this says he. Oh, this says he like worked in theater. And was investing in shows like Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Blah, blah, blah. Hedwig? He oh, my produced, God. Oh, Wait. he, like, produces musical. He won the... He produced a Broadway show that won a Tony in 2019. A, for Best Play. I know a Tony. The Tiger? Yes. And Erica Christensen, who plays... Um, Caitlin? Is that her name in this movie? You know, the one girl in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> people might know her. No, there are two girls. People might know her from Parenthood, um, from The Perfect Score, or from Swim Fan, where she was a stalker obsessed with Jesse Bradford. That was a fun, dumb movie. That's me. Um, released on April 10th, 1999. Well, there's no box office, obviously. It wasn't released in theaters. Um, mm, music is no by me. Mark Mothersbaugh, or Mothersbaugh. I never know how to Motherbox? Yes, um, from Devo. And this is not the only decom he's done. What did he also do? Halloween Town. Um, let me tell you something, Juan. First of all, he did uh like the Rugrats movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he did the Other Me, which was a decom. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the Rocket Power theme. Uh, okay, yeah. He did the music for Sims Two. Mm-hmm. He did the music for Thor Ragnarok. Is that true? Oh. Okay. I guess he did. Okay. Um, I don't... Did he do the music for Halloween Town? No, isn't that that one dude who did the... It was that other guy's name. I just wonder because, like, there's a, there's a sound. There's a specific sound in this movie that is very familiar to Halloween Town. Is that, like... Yes. That like weird like you know in like Calabar's Revenge when Calabar shows up and it's like oh spooky time. It does sound like it. Um oh it is, okay, yeah, he was Halloween Town. Who am I thinking uh, of? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm See, thinking of the person who did the music for like I think the thirteenth year. I think that person did music for a ton of DCOMs as well. Anyways, so we got Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo handling the music for this one. 
Um, so the reception of this movie, let me tell you, Roger Ebert has amazing. never heard of it, I'm sure. But um, <sighs> I in 2015, when Entertainment Weekly ranked the top 30 DCOMs, they put this at number 25 and said... While Can of Worms isn't as iconic of a PG Fright Fest as Halloween Town, it does have a Malcolm McDowell-voiced pup, and an alien has never been so friendly and adorable. Uh, that's true. I also forgot to mention that the voice of Barnabas, the dog alien, uh, is Malcolm McDowell, and I can't believe they got him to be in this movie. Um, I don't know who that is, but I'm going to assume it's very important. Malcolm McDowell from um, A Clockwork Orange. He's the main guy in A Never Clockwork seen it Orange. because you told me not to see it. Yeah, but like that's probably his most famous thing. He's the principal in Easy A, if that jogs your memory. <laughs> the principal in Easy A? He was also in the um, Rob... Is he the... Oh. Sorry. He was also in the Rob Zombie Halloween movies as Dr. Loomis. Have you seen those ones? I've seen the first one, but there were too many titties for me to like keep watching it. <laughs> oh, okay. It was like titties here, titties there, titties, titties everywhere. <laughs> well, like Rob Zombie, can you show a dick? Just one penis? You show a thousand titties. Be brave. Anyways, um... <laughs> This movie was, uh, it aired a lot, even though it came out in April, it has like a Halloween dance in the setting, so it's like kind of Halloween-ish, enough that Disney Channel would air it during their like Hauntober or Monstoberfests over mm -hmm. the years, not in like recent years, but for a while they did. Um, obviously this movie, I shouldn't say obviously, because not every DCOM is on Disney+, Plus, but this one is, if anyone would like to watch it. But, um, yeah, and the, I don't really have anything else to say, so let's just get into our notes about the damn film. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, but before we do that, I need to go do some laundry because I don't have any more clean masks. Oh, my God. Go ahead. <laughs> go throw up. Okay, I'm back. Let's get into this movie. Laundry in the washer. Will I put it in the dryer? I hope I have time. Um... I forgot, I jumped the gun, I forgot to ask about your history with this movie. Oh, with this movie, Mama? Well, you know the history because you were there to live it with me. I'm sorry? You know this movie. I only saw, I only saw this movie with you and Darby back at the dorms. That's literally it. I have oh, never okay. seen this movie besides that. Okay, and do you remember any of it? Did you remember any of it? I remember that there was a petting zoo. A petting zoo of aliens. <laughs> but the, um, there wasn't really. But, I mean. Oh, like, oh, there was, like, the cells at the end? Like, like a zoo, not yes. a petting zoo. Yes, a petting zoo. Okay. Um, um, is that it? That's literally all I remember. I mean. Hmm. What else do I remember? No, that's pretty much it. I remember the aliens looking weird, but other than that, I didn't remember the 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 Halloween dance. Mm -hmm. How 
how annoying this child person was. That's it. Um, I saw this. So this came out in 99. So we would have been, you know, I wouldn't have even been four yet. Because it was in April when it premiered. But this was one that, like, because... I, w- I wouldn't have also been four either. Yeah, I know. Um, this isn't about you, though. It's about me. Can we get back to me? Um, okay. Because of my... I've talked about, like, how because my brother is older, like... I grew up watching, like, a lot of the oldest decoms, like this one. Um, mm-hmm. Even before I, like, learned how to say goo goo gaga, bitch, you know? So, this was one that I was always, like, aware <laughs> of. Um, and I remember in junior high, I couldn't remember the name of this. I, I would always be like, what the hell was that? This, I probably went onto, like, Yahoo Answers or something and was like, what was that movie on Disney Channel with the aliens? And, like... With the goop... With the goop and that weird orange alien with the loafers. Um, and ev- with the ew. And eventually I found out it was Can of Worms. And I was like, okay, yeah. Because this is one that everyone forgets. No one really. No one's ever like. Except for Darby. No one is ever like, Literally, this is my favorite decom. Yeah. I was going to say, I think the only person that I've ever ever heard this. Ever heard brought this up was Darby and then you <laughs> subsequently. But other than that, I had never even known that this existed. Yeah. I think I saw this on Disney Channel, like, when they would be like, Disney Channel movies. At 3 a.m.? Can of worms. Uh-oh. And I would be like, I don't want to watch that. Um, But I did, because I, I forgot that it was a book. And so I looked up. I was like, what if I got super, like, prepared, did all my research, and I, like, went online and read the ebook for this book? And then, what if we kissed, but it was in a can of worms? What if we kissed in Mike's treehouse? No, but the the ebook isn't available because this book is like out of print. So I'll be oh, ordering fine. a used copy online, and I will read it and let everyone know. Um, so I was hoping I would just be able to ebook it and like talk about the differences today between the book and the movie, but mm-hmm. that'll have to wait. But I'm excited to you know get a copy and read it i think it'll be fun anyways interesting um, that little okay. that little very short monologue i read at the at the top of the podcast uh you know 20 minutes ago um is opens how the movie opens movie. yes yes we have mike pillsbury Doughboy. boy no relation um who hates earth seemingly because that's what he's telling in this message, he sends out this message to... He pulls a Jimmy Neutron. Uh, yeah, to like, to outer space, to any life forms out there. He's like, I do not belong here because people are laughing at me. Come and mm-hmm. get me. Uh, help me escape. And we don't know why. We're just like, okay, what's going on? This is a storm. Like, we don't know what's going on. And then it says, two weeks earlier. Oh, does it actually? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that title card, so I was like, what the fuck is going on? Where are we? All I knew is that, like, I was also like, why is he so mad? And then I saw his little cummerbutt <laughs> bow tie thing, and I was like, did he get dumped at the prom? No, no, is no. He a little, is he a little, what are they called? No, no, no. He didn't have a date at the, it wasn't the prom, it was the Halloween dance. I know, I just, I didn't know, I didn't know. Two weeks earlier, we have Mike... And Jay sitting in a tree house. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. No, R-E-A-D-I-N-G. Mike is reading. I thought you said rating. I'm like, what is that? (laughs) Uh, Reading or telling, whatever, a story to Jay. So Jay is 
his best friend's little brother. The best friend whose name is Nick, but we don't get that for a while, let me tell you. I was like, what is the Nick hell is this the ginger name? boy? Yes, he's from Under Wraps. So Nick has this little brother. That's Jay. funny because when his brother gets spoiler, when his brother gets snatched up, he doesn't seem all that concerned. <laughs> he said, "Did you did y'all hear something?" I don't. Mm. I don't. Know, I didn't hear anything. Um, I didn't know anything happened. Jay loves Mike's stories that he tells about like aliens. He just makes up these stories about Hansels and Jongs. Um. And he has like a little PowerPoint. Hansel and Gretel and Dongs. He has like a PowerPoint presentation. He did like art for this. He's like ready did, for like the pitch meeting. Like he's gonna go to a publisher and be like pit like or like a, a network. He's about to go to Netflix or Hulu and be like, let's make this mini series, baby. Ryan Murphy, where and are you? And you know that they do it. Ryan Murphy, call me. Um so also like while he's telling this story, he's talking about this Hansel, this this alien who, like, I don't even know, like, th- just the way he tells it, it's very clear that it's about him. Like, it's like he put himself in the story. The The way he's, the camera, like, just he's, slowly moves in on him, it's like, okay, we get it. It's about him. He is the hands. We get it. We get it. You think you want to be special. Yeah. You want to be, you want to be different. You want to be cool and quirky. This is basically Superman. We're like. The planet gets blown up, but they launch a baby out into space. Terrible parenting. Oh yes, by the that's way, what it is. That. That's what the story is. Is that like the one baby Hansel got down to Earth and was adopted, and so that mm-hmm. and Mike is like projecting. He's like that must like he thinks he thinks he's an alien. Like how the the way they like played with that is kind of weird. Because, like, in the beginning, it's, like, he talks about how he thinks he might be an alien. I don't know how, like, much he believes that. But in in the end, did you ever... What was your feelings towards that about him possibly... Did you believe that he thought he was an alien? Or did you just think he was, like, trying to be quirky? I... Do you want my full and honest opinion? Yes. Mike's not listening. I think he's on the spectrum. Okay. I think he's on the spectrum. That's what I think. Um... Because I don't think he's an alien because his parents are pretty... His mom is basically like, you want to see the video of me pushing you out of my vagina? Because I got it. <laughs> um, Like, uh, I don't think he's an alien. I think the... I think the... What are the hemorrhoids? What are they called? The Hansels. The Herculads? The Hansels. The Hansels. I think when they touch hands and they do that whole telepathy thing, yes. I think that's the Hansel's power, not his. Mm-hmm. That, cause I that think was, that's the Hansel being like... That was interesting there because I was reading an IMDb review that was specifically was talking about that scene that was like, it's weird how they like, he thought he was an alien and then he goes to that, to, to the end, the place at the end where he has that connection with him and he gets, he like telepathically like knows what to do in the scenario. And it, mm-hmm. so then you think, oh, maybe he might be an alien. And then in the end, he's like, I belong here. I was, I'm a, I'm a human American boy. Um, so it's kind of like dropped, but I just didn't know like what your thoughts on that. I'd, I've never thought he was genuinely an alien, but I guess I don't some people so. did. And they were upset that that was not fo- followed through in the end. They thought maybe no. It would be interesting if this decom ended with his kid just straight up leaving and going to space, and that's how Xenon starts. Oh my god! 
And then he becomes the jellyfish alien in the second oh movie. Oh my god, that's him. <laughs> zum zum, bitch. <laughs> he loves Protozoa. He loves him. Anyways, Mike um, is on the football team. Not soccer. Oh my god. American football. Not the band. We got the cheerleader singing, go arts, go. And I said, that was me at ASU whenever they talked about her burger. So Mike is playing football and he's bad at it. He's running the wrong way. And she's gone again. Are you serious? I love talking to myself. Can you can you hear me? Yes, now I can. Oh my god. Anyways, um Mike is Why has your Wi-Fi been so shoddy lately? I don't know. Mike is bad at football. He's running the wrong football. way. It's clear that his dad by the way, I think his dad is the dad from Kick Ass. Just a weird fact. Um The dad from Kick Ass was Nicolas Cage. No not not Chloe Grace Moretz's dad, not daddy, not big daddy. Not big daddy. No, kick ass's dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is in this Disney Channel movie. No. Um, but it's clear that this dad is the one that like wants Mike to be on the football team. Mike's like, I'm not good yeah. at this, but he's like, You can accomplish anything. Like Except computers. Go be a jock. It it seems like it's not coming from that place of like no, like I'm giving up your dream. Like I think he just wants his to his son to like thrive at things, but like not. He wants his son to he wants his son to be a normal boy and not be computer. Yeah, not be a machine. Um, yeah, yeah. Because Mike says like I'm not good at this and I should quit, and he's like, no, you can't give up. Like you're gonna be good at it one day. Like you'll do this. Um. Anyways, uh, he's too peppy. These parents are too peppy. They're too happy. That's what. If this was like, if we really wanted to explore, they seemed alien like because the of mom how happy who, like, they were. Yes, this dad and his and his stocks on in AT and T. What the hell? I think they're aliens, but they adopted a human. Riddle me that. And they and they. I think the and dad they is the told. And then and he told his the son Gretel. Lisa's bedtime story. Oh. <laughs> and then the sister's the witch. Exactly. And the popcorn that the bomb the bomb eats is the gumdrops. Shut up. Um, <laughs> at the football game, you talked about the cheerleaders. So we have Scott, who is on the football team. He's like the jock. Who's like, Pillsbury, yeah. you're running the wrong way. I'm surprised. I'm sure it's because they didn't have the rights, but I'm surprised that no one calls him Pillsbury Doughboy. I would have made fun of him and been like, "What up, Doughboy?" They probably just didn't. Or have if, the or, or if he wasn't annoying and I didn't hate him and I wanted to get in his pantalones, I'd be like, "Oh, you're my little Doughboy. You're my little Angel Boy." Um, so that's Scott, and then we have Caitlin, who is the cheerleader that Mike uh, clearly likes. Um, and we'll yeah. get I was gonna say we'll learn more about her later but not really we don't learn a ton about her um, we don't really need her period at Mike's uh, Mike's home life we have like mom mom who knows German mom is like a business lady she's like an Avon lady but with everything and she can fluently speak German 
Yeah, she's a polyglot. She's like, she's that person that's like, I'm a polyglot. I know 17 languages. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We have the little sister who is very annoying and rude. Um, this little sister, who I think she was in um, the Leave it to Beaver movie that we talked about. She was also in The Parent Trap as one of the girls at the camp. She's always annoying. I like annoying. this sister. Oh. <laughs> well, to each their own. Do you like, do you like the main character? Because I don't. I feel for him. <laughs> I feel for him. Oh, we get it. You want to be different and weird and you think you're an alien. No, my favorite character is Barnabas, to be honest. Um, so we have uh, the school life, though. So that was their home life and at school. Like we said, Scott mm-hmm. is a jock and a jerk. And we have that scene where it's like the virus. <laughs> floppy disk fight. <laughs> yeah, the floppy disk. It's like a... You know, like an old Western gunslinger fight, but it's but with floppy disks. I do like the way it's so dramatic. Like he's like, whoosh. yeah. I hate when the friend, when the friend is fully like, do it. Yeah, get him. Yeah, get him. Joe, kick his ass. Yeah, I obliterate him. Exodia. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? Calm down. Um, oh, I, just I love his virus though. <laughs> oh my god. I love the, how he basically, his little prank towards, what's his name? Stanley? Scott. Scott is, um, is basically like, oh, hey, I'm going to get the teacher so horny that she leaves this classroom and then I'm going to put your face on a pig. I know that poor teacher goes to the principal's office thinking he's in love with me. He wants to raw me on the desk right now. Okay, but here's my theory. I think they do end up being together because she's at the dance. Oh, interesting. And there's a man behind her that's dressed like a leather daddy. And I said, (laughs) what is this? Also, I don't think, I don't know a ton, like, I don't know everything about computers, but I don't think this is how viruses work. I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't know how the fuck. Like, I get if they're it, all it's on, like, like, one it, network, but they were just pressing one button and it would go to each other's computers. It's like in Scream when she's in the library. Mm-hmm. That's, sure. in, that's Scream, right? And she gets that message that's like, I see you, Sydney. That was Love, Simon. That was a good ghost face. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that poor teacher, I guess... Or that lucky teacher might be starting a new romance. Um, she got dick down that day. <laughs> while, the, while this virus standoff is going on, uh, Caitlin is sitting next to Mike, so she sees that he's like good with the computers. So uh-huh. at home, uh, Scott just hanging out in his treehouse, whatever, and the little sister's like, uh, some girl's here to see you, and it's Caitlin, and she's like, oh, hey. She's in your room. I don't know. I don't know how she knew where he lived, but she's like, oh, hey, I saw, like, you're good with computers. I want you to, I will pay you nothing, but I want you to help me work on all the decorations for the dance to make it really cool for the Halloween dance. And he ejaculates He's, so fast when she when she calls him, you're the man. And he says, uh, what? Uh, what? Please the man? do not. He, I, I don't like him. I don't like him for many reasons. I get it. I get it. Um, so Mike agrees because he's like, What's it? I, 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 of course, I will do this for you. Um, 
And then we you have called me man. We have like a montage of them getting all the decorations ready, and we see people at school being like, "Why are they hanging? What out? the fuck? What? What is you? <laughs> we have lights. We have a budget for this dance. Um, I don't think they have a budget at all because it looks like they went into like the junk. You know how ASU has like a like a like a where they go and put like old vests and shit and you can go in there and like buy it or like just take it if it's free. I do not know. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> do you mean that you I don't think that's a thing. I think you just found a room and you were stealing. <laughs> no. No. Um anyways. No, because remember Meg uh <laughs> asterisk asterisk Megan um once told us she's like I got these I got this sofa and these chairs at the ASU place where they take all the old sofas and chairs. Is that the sofa that someone stole and put on the roof? Probably. Oh my god, iconic! Um, after the montage, we have Caitlin being like, "Oh, Mike, like people tell me you're so good at telling stories. Like, tell me a story. When are you gonna tell me a story?" And he's like. One night. Once there was an ugly barnacle. <laughs> yeah. So he's telling this story. At first he's like, no, you don't want to hear one of my stories. But she's like, no, I do. And then and then, and then, then he fully goes into, well, there's an alien planet called Gzurbabalarp, <laughs> what the people called the Henrys. And one time their planet was about to be exploded. Yeah. He's like, I just, I really don't have anything prepared. Once upon a time, there was... <laughs> I don't, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> don't gotta lie for Christmas. He does the Mariah Carey. And talk. then Scott, the jock, interrupts oh. and he's like, hey, we're gonna go eat Caitlin. Like, we're gonna go eat, not eat Caitlin, eat comma Caitlin. <laughs> uh, like, Do you want to come with us? And then she's like, yeah, let's go, Mike. And he's like, I didn't invite him. And then, and then Mike starts fat shaming him. He does. He says like, "That's a line I've I have remembered because of the way he says it." His voice. He goes, "Graduate from halfback to fullback." And then they almost. Well, guess fight. what? I wish I love a good fullback. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, but then Caitlin decides like, "Go on without me." Like I'm gonna stay here with Mike, and he's like, "Go on without me. I'm already dead." <laughs> he's like. Mike's like, you didn't have to, s- to say that. I I thought you would have gone. I can't believe you stayed, but oh my god. He's such a little, what are they called? What are those types of boys called? Like, I don't know, like a nice, quote unquote, like nice guy. Yeah, the guys that like are like, I'm a nice guy. Like I just want to get you out on a... Yes, he's, just, he's such a m'lady. <laughs> he's such a fucking fedora. Like, that's who he is, and I don't like it. Um... And then they go out to eat. Um, right after this, we see Scott and his friend break into the gym and tamper with Mike's computer. Oh, yes. And we know that this isn't going to be good. Were all the schools back in the just late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, just never locked. I guess. Unless they had like a little, what are those things called? Where you go. Uh, uh. The lo- the jaws of life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so at the dance, first of all, Mike has put lights. He's soldering his cummerbund 
The level of extrosity. <laughs> He's very extra here. Um, and then once we're there, he, when they're like introducing the thing, like, this is the dance brought to you by me, Mike Incorporated Arts. What <laughs> the fuck was this? M- Mike Wazowski Monsters Incorporated Inc. That's what? me. <laughs> he said, everyone, can you shut the fuck up? I need to tell you that I did all this work. But it was Caitlin's idea to hire me for no money. I hate this. And then he imagine going to, imagine going anywhere and some me at Tiki Luau. Thank you for coming to Tiki Luau. Just remember, I made this happen. I'm me. I called Rita's. Juan Oliveros. I called Rita's to get them to show up. I called Rita's. I got Canes. <laughs> I got Jimmy John's. You know who got them here? Me. Um. And then he, like, does a magic trick because he's a magician as well for some reason. He's just good at magic. He's one of the, like, this movie was, Mike was the blueprint for the milady magician fedora boys. The nice guys. Yeah. <laughs> Mike was. This was the moment. Mike was the blueprint. Um, Scott, okay, I did, I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but Scott the bully in this movie, the jock, mm. is in a skeleton costume at this Halloween dance. And I thought, oh, skeleton costume, Halloween dance, is this supposed to be in homage and homage, whatever you want to call it, to... I put a spell on you. No, the Karate Kid. Oh, what the fuck? Because in the Karate Kid at the Halloween dance, Johnny, the bad guy, is in a skeleton costume. Well, I'll tell you this. I've never seen The Karate Kid. Okay. Um, anyways. I saw it. I, wait. Nope. Retracted. I did see The Karate Kid. But the one. With Jaden Smith. With Jaden Smith. And Jackie fucking Chan. Okay. So the, the dance is going well. Like everyone loves like the music, like the decorations and everything, the lights. And then it stops because Scott tampers with it. And then it starts playing backwards. Mm-hmm. And then, honey, this felt like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when it became Carrie. The music literally said, Praise the devil, worship Satan, I'm going to take your family away. There was a fire. A, a fire? <laughs> there was a. Um, there was a Freudian. There was a sapphire. There was a sapphire, and um, and the teacher runs up with the fire extinguisher, which just throws like foam. It's like a chemical. She could have avoided Mike, but she sprayed him on purpose. He walked in front of her, and he was like, "No, don't!" And I was like, "Yes, no, don't stop the fire." No, don't! I did all of this. You're ruining it. Um. So yeah, he runs out embarrassed. And at first, Caitlin's like, no, Mike, it's okay. And then he runs out. And then, now we're back to the beginning. Hillary Duff. Yes. Let's go back, back to the beginning. (gasps) We're back at the beginning. Mike is sending out his little transmission. And the satellite explodes. When the lightning hits, it explodes. And then, Mm -hmm. day after, parents aren't even mad. 
No, no, no one's pissed. No one's concerned about a fire. The parents aren't mad that the kid got bullied. No one at all suspects that, like... Also, there's no Wi-Fi. There is no Wi-Fi, which means someone's physically connected to something, so they could have easily been like, trace the cables, mama, trace the cables. I just meant that the parents aren't mad that their satellite dish just exploded, because they're like, insurance is going to cover the cost. But I'm like, Th- that, they're my aliens. parents would my- still be pissed. Your parents would have beaten the shit out of you. Well, no, they wouldn't, but... Okay, well, they would have me. My parents would have beaten up your ass. Yeah, they would have kicked my little ass. Um, but now, yeah, school people are laughing at him. And even Caitlin, who, last time we saw her, she was like, no, Mike, it's okay. Now she goes, um, what? When he comes up to her in the hallway. Which is so rude. I I like how later she's like, I tried to give you a second chance. I'm like, you're the person who ignored him the first like (laughs) also like i have a little advice if you ever have a night where you just it fucks up real bad you know what you do the next day you show up with the most aggressive confidence you've ever had a level of ignorance honestly where you're like "Hmm, what i'm better than you what what happened they caught on fire yeah yeah i caused a scandal let me see you cause a scandal performance art um Mm -hmm. And then we have Mike up in his treehouse again. He's being a sad sack. He's like, whatever. I, everyone hates me. And then a dog shows up. And it's like, where did this dog come from? And all of a sudden the dog's talking. But the lips aren't moving. Not the dog's mouth. Got a little translator around the collar there. And those lips Got are little lips. And whose voice is mm-hmm. coming out of it? But British actor Malcolm McDowell. And he's like, I want to see Michael Myers! He's like... I'm Barnabas, and I'm here to say we have to get off this planet in a major way. And Oh, I love a song. Yeah, so he's like, we got your call, and you opened up the Stargate with your satellite. And, like, we got your call, and I'm here to take you. Like, next time I see you, be ready, and we're going to go. And Mike Mm -hmm. is like, what the fuck? And then we have the popcorn scene. So we had that first alien interaction with Barnabas, and then the second alien interaction is with the bone. I like how I like how Mike during all of this is like he's like aliens can't be real. There's no fucking way. Who did you write when to? Two, 30 minutes ago, wasn't he like, I'm an alien. I'm for sure an alien. Take me. Come and get me. Honey, when I write my fan mail to Sophia Carson and I get a response back, am I going, Sophia Carson can't be real? No, because I wrote to her. Yeah, you wanted this. Um, I've never written fan mail to her. If she has a fan mail address, let me know and I will. Um, oh my god. So the popcorn scene. Don't tell her. We meet the Bohm, who is this green, gooey alien who comes out of like a drain pipe, a sewer pipe. I'm the Bone. His teeth? Let's discuss. <laughs> His teeth? How can he be so disgusting but have the whitest, looking like the goddamn The Mask teeth? <laughs> He's also a lawyer, and he's like, I can give you representation here, legal representation. No taxation, yeah. And while he's talking to Mike, Caitlin calls, and she's like, hey, I was rude to you today. I wanted to apologize and, like, yeah, Good for her. give you a second chance, because I was I was mean. And then while Mike is on the phone, uh, the bomb starts eating Mike's food, which is, like, a hamburger and some popcorn. 
And this is no. It's a it's a hamburger. Or sorry, some, some Doritos corn. Locos tacos. Some corn. Yeah, and some and elote. He, because of that, he creates popcorn somehow. Which we, was disgusting. With the heat inside of his body. Yeah. But his 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 voice, I love his voice. Just when he sees the food and goes, hmm, yes, what is this? Mm, oh, what do I have? Oh, uh. He's, I, the sounds he makes, that was the bomb stripped right from the movie. I that wasn't me. I think he's me. very funny. Um, he, yeah, so he burps. He's making popcorn. He's just being really disgusting. And so while Mike is on the phone, he keeps going, ooh, stop. Disgusting. No. And Leave the room, Mike. Hang up. Or tell her, like, hey, could you actually call back later? It's not a great time. Not a great time for me. I have, ma- I have explosive diarrhea. It smells so bad. Please call me back in five minutes. Make a lie. Because well, she gets so mad at him. She, she's like, you can fuck off. Even Hangs what up. he does say where he says, like, a plumber is working on her bathroom. Just say, okay, then I'll call you back. Like, the way he, did, he just would not get off that phone. Um, he was too horny. So this lawyer, um, so yeah, Caitlin gets mad, hangs up. This lawyer is saying that he should sue Earth. He says, I believe we have we have the cause, probable cause or something. He says, yeah, he says that no intelligent life form should suffer mental, physical, or like, he basically was like, no one should ever be brought down because they're intelligent, like they're an intelligent being. And I said, we're all getting sued. We can all sue each other <laughs> on this planet. We're all pieces of shit. Um, and so that after these two alien interactions, Mike tells his best friend Nick, and Nick doesn't believe him. He's like, what the hell? What's going on? Uh, we see Barnabas pop up again, and um, he says because of what Mike has done, other planets now know that Earth is technologically advanced and no longer under the intergalactic protection for primitive life. So he has opened up yeah. a... Can of can worms. Can of worms. <gasps> oh my god, there it is. He did it. Um so no one uh is gonna believe that Mike did this accidentally as well. Like Barnabas is like No I don't care if it was lightning, like we, we don't have proof of that, like we'll we'll run a test later, but like right now like as far as everyone knows, like this planet has the ability, like has abilities. To- it's it's the Jimmy Neutron theory where you're like, well, you did it, which means everyone else can do it, which means you're you're That's an easy right. target now. You're in it. Yeah. The the little egg monsters are coming after you. The Twonkies. Um, Mike goes to Caitlin's in person and asks for a second chance, and she's like, "Okay, I'll be right down. Like this is your last chance." And when he's at the door. Uh, Jar, who 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 shows up? A Jar Jar Binks. Um, Misa thinks it's very similar to Jar Jar Binks. Um, it's a businessman alien. Uh, and he like freezes Caitlin and like transports him and Mike and tries to. He's basically saying like we can pitch this for a show. He's like an, an he's a he's a talent agent. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this alien while I go charge my computer? Okay, yeah. So this this alien is some orange pink looking Jar Jar motherfucker. Um yeah, he's like a if you can imagine the sleaziest like 
agent you could think of in Hollywood. He's pretty much that where he's like, I want to represent you and we can make a show out of this. It would be so funny. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, so, yeah. So he freezes Miss Susie, whatever her name is. And then he teleports Mike over this fence. Not even fence, his little rock wall. And he ju- he's wearing some suede shoes, by the way. He's wearing some fucking docks. He's wearing some dockers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's on he jumps on top of Mike and he's like, I'm gonna give you the best deal in the galaxy. So basically all these aliens start showing up and try to offer Mike at least something. It's not the same thing. They all try to offer him up something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's the he's the talent scout a- alien if you want to think about him like that. Mm-hmm. And then he he's the one Mike that's says on the, like, no the poster for this movie, the orange. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then he tells Mike that he'll make a decision someday, whatever. And then he disappears and unfreezes everybody. And then Miss Heather Lockley or whatever her name is <laughs> at the door, she's still frozen. Yeah, but she's she unfreezes and she's like, Mike, where are you? And then assuming she thinks Mike dipped again. Mm-hmm. Mike dips, so like, and she says, fuck well, him. fuck him. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, at home, Mike asks if he was adopted or switched at birth, because he's like... Oh, my God. I, I don't belong here. And this is when the mom says, do you want to see the coochie scar you left me? <laughs> wow. Um, and then we have the, all of the aliens showing up at uh, the treehouse. Like you said, they all are like, let's do some... Like, one is like, here's this product that... This is this He's was product pl- straight up Shark Tank. I was I I wrote down is this an allegory for like late night commercials? It it felt like, very you, late night, yeah. Yeah, cuz you got the lawyer alien which is Boom. Right, the Boom yes. or whatever. He's he's lawyer alien. Then we got Jar Jar Binks who's you want to be a you know anyone who can sing and wants to be a superstar? Mm-hmm. He's that alien. And then you got this upside down, right side up face alien who's you want to who's a YouTube influencer supporter who's like, do you do you mind? Uh, do you want a sponsorship with my product? Um, and then you also have phone sex alien who's a fish, and she says, "Do you want to come with me and look at the galaxy?" That's Cruz Andromeda. Yeah. Yes. Um, There's only four of them, right? I think so she said hesitantly this felt like on supermarket sweep when the host tries to sell you something oh my god when he tries to sell you the little cracker shooter that's what this i lived for that though um you know he hit someone in the eye (laughs) anyways so mike um packs his bag and he's like planning to leave he's like well barnabas wants me to go and like all these aliens are fucking annoying like i'm gonna go so he's telling nick like yeah i'm gonna leave and then who shows up but caitlin caitlin shows up and mike is like hey i'm leaving this planet (laughs) oops real quick Mm -hmm. uh sorry again for the dance goodbye and she's like what the fuck what's going on and then she said, "And what?" We see the aliens in the treehouse popping out of the treehouse, still pitching to him their Shark Tank pitches. Um, yeah. And Caitlin sees them, and Nick sees them. Um, Barnabas comes back, and then the aliens leave. They're like, "Oh my God, a, a thode! A thode is coming!" So they all dip, and that's when they, we find yeah, out they that leave. not these al- not all these aliens are good. We got bad ones like the thode that they're scared of. Mm-hmm. 
So then we're like, what's a thode? And it's like, oh, honey, you don't want to know what a thode is. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Let me tell you what a thode is. I need to go move my laundry into the dryer. <laughs> BRB! Anyways, tell us what a thode is, one. <laughs> so a thode is basically like... I'm trying to find like a good comparison. But like, think about your uncle... Who just like you go to their house, but he just has like weird knickknacks and he collects a bunch of shit. He's that. He's the collector. He goes around and he he's also ice. Mm, yeah. He goes and abducts people off their will and he's- then puts them in cages. So he's he's the shit. He's the shitty. He's the shittiest alien on the block. He also looks like McGoogles. McGoogles is me name. He looks like the McGoog- the frog guy from Halloween Town too as well. Mm-hmm. The guy who Ugh, got yeah. him. Um, anyways. Yeah, very ugly. So th- but yeah, he shows up looking like a man. A thode is coming, right? And we're like, oh my god, what's a thode? That sounds serious. Ooh, ah. And then Jay mm-hmm. shows up at a goddamn nowhere. Where the fuck did this kid come from? Oh my god, this stupid child. I, he, they should have let him get snatched. One, his brother didn't seem to look like he cared. <laughs> Wait, no, come back. Because he was just like... Yeah, he, oh, no, Jay, no, don't. Um, But, like, yeah, Jay, one, runs into this backyard because apparently there's no fencing in this backyard. No, mama, I'm not here for that. But he runs up, and then they're, they're clearly like, no, don't go up into the the tree house. And he's like, this looks amazing. I blah, 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 blah. And he gets snatched. Yeah, he got he taken. Gets, he, gets, he gets lick-a-tongued. Mm-hmm. Yum, yum. You know that Pokemon lick-a-tongue? Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm aware. Yeah, so he gets snatched, and then they're like, what are we going to do now? What the brother's like, who got snatched? I wasn't looking. Um, so Barnabas, Barnabas is like, well, we could call the police, but like, they're not going to be able to do anything. Um, and then the Thode, he also says the Thode will return because he'll take more people, and he wants the perfect specimen. So then they're like, oh, let's get the perfect specimen to use as bait. Who do we know that's the perfect specimen? This 16-year-old boy? (laughs) (laughs) They call him the perfect specimen because apparently he's hot, but he's also smart. He's, yeah, it's Scott, the jock, who, again, I don't know how everyone knows where everyone lives, but Marshall from Under Wraps, what's his name, Nick, goes and uh, Kidnaps (laughs) kidnaps him, smothers his face. Um, and then convinces him to come with him and be like, Mm -hmm. here, you need to come help us with this. Or no, he says like, oh, uh, Mike wants to call you out or like fight or something. And he's like, okay, fine. And then he shows up. Mike wants to kiss. And what if we kissed underneath an alien portal? I was wondering if you were going to say something about these two. (laughs) (laughs) Even I was like, Mike and Scott, I kind of ship it. Mike and Scott want to bang, yeah. Um, so when Scott comes over, uh, they're like, you're going to be the bait for this. And he's like, why would I do this for you? Like, I don't know your little brother. I don't like you, Mike. Like, wh- what's in this for me? And then they're like, you're going to be a hero, blah, blah, blah. And then finally Mike is like, because I dare you. And then Scott's like, you know what? Fine. He said, a dare? Oh, you knew what to say, didn't you? You got me. That's it. I guess you really got me there, Mike. Uh, So 
That's their plan. So the Thode takes Scott, and they all jump in the uh, Stargate behind him. And this is when we get to like the little prison zoo place where Scott and Jay are in a prison cell zoo mm-hmm. segment, whatever. Little petting zoo. Uh, that looks like uh, Mike's backyard with the treehouse. Um, but there's like a little window for them to see because they're on display. And then there's other aliens in different little cells. There's like that, that geo dude on fire, lava alien, right? Yeah. And there's the Hansels. Oh, the Hansels are real. Shocker, shocker. And they're, I wanted to see more aliens. I think they only had so much money for this movie. I know, again, I'm interested to see in the book if they, like, go into more aliens. Um, okay. So, uh, the, the Geodude-looking one was called a... It's X-G-O-N-E-A-R-K. Zagone? Weaver. Zagoni Weaver? <laughs> it was her. Um, so, we meet the Thode. So, yeah, the Thode... In non-lizard form is just an evil white man. He looks like the guy, like, your uncle that would come to a barbecue in, like, those, like, strappy sandals. What did I just <laughs> say? who he looks like. What did I just say? Absolutely. So, yeah, he's he just looks an evil like, white man. Yeah, he looks like the, he looks like the guy from Xenon. Not the, not the, not the evil commander Lex. guy, but, like, his little droney. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, that guy. Um, so the Thode uh, then turns into a lizard man, and we're like, oh no, what the hell are we going to do Starts singing now? on his bagpipe. Yeah. Um, and they trap the Thode in this little cage, and they get, they get the key from him, which is how they unlock this, because like at first- It's just a rock. <laughs> it was just a rock. This does go by pretty quickly. Like, they do run away from him a little bit, whatever, but then they're able to trap him, get mm-hmm. the key- unlock everything and they find out how to do that because the Hansel like telepathically tells Mike how to do it. Sorry. Wait. And this is when everyone everyone and their grandma apparently is like he's an alien confirmed. I don't What, what if the Hansel was I just like I feel that, it. But someone in the IMDb IMDb reviews did. Um let me know. Did you think that because if so you were wrong. Did you think you could dance? Isn't that what that show is called? So oh my you, god! So you so thought you, think you, you could can dance. dance? Yeah. No, I didn't. Anyways, um, so they free. Uh, <gasps> oh, I also burped. Cute. Uh, they free Hansel, the Hansel first, because they're like, "What about my brother and and Scott?" And they're like, "Fuck them." Mike's like, "I have to handle this mm. first." He frees the Hansel. Honestly, the Hansel, cute, adorable. Out of all the aliens, adorable, wouldn't you say? He because he has a whole ass body. The other aliens are just literally well, he has heads. A cute little face and his big ears, like a bunny, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. I just liked it. Um, and then we free, you know, Jay and Scott and all the aliens. Uh, what if one of the aliens just attacked them after? I would be like, <laughs> oops. Um. So then they all make it back home through the Stargate, but then it won't close because if something's already moving something's coming through, through it. it, then it can't close. So they're like, oh, the Thode is 
he's a come come coming in. So the thode, the thode is ringing. <laughs> yeah. So the thode uh, shows up and Barnabas. He's like, fine, I guess I have to call the police this time. But the police lines are busy. You know Barnabas is, doesn't like That's cops. what I was thinking, but he does end up calling them in the end. I literally wrote it earlier when he was talking about how he he was, wasn't going to call the cops. I said, Barnabas says, fuck the police. But then here he does call, but he's like, the line is busy. Um... It was him lying. He was like, oh, God. <laughs> he, was, he was like, oh, yeah, I totally called them. No, but then the intergalactic police do show up, and it's that guy with all the the, the things coming out of his head. Or is that like a hat? I think that's his head. Okay, yeah. He comes in, and he's like, all right. And he puts the thode in handcuffs, and the bone mm-hmm. shows up, and he's like, hey, I could be your lawyer, because the bone always... He's on that grind. The bomb is just looking He's for hustling. money. Yeah. Um, and then the intergalactic cop is like, okay, what happened here? And then the whole group is like telling him what happened. And then we transition into the football game at the end where Barnabas is like, the transmission that you sent has been deemed an accident and the thode is locked up for two eons. So like, we're good to go. Like, everything's cool now but you can but yeah you can come if you want still yeah invitations open and then that's when he says no because i got a girlfriend and a possible boyfriend yeah i don't think i think him and caitlin were just friends i don't think it was no because me and me and stanley tucci over here we're fucking (laughs) yes why did he have more chemistry with scott than caitlin (laughs) Because Caitlin was an afterthought. You, they probably wrote this script and were like, oh shit, it's gay. And then they wrote, we got to add a girl. We got to I add will a read girl. the book and report back. Um, anyway, so yeah, Mike is like, no, like, I'm good here. Like, this is where I belong. So, like, Barnabas and him say goodbye. We have the part where he's like, you may uh, scratch me behind my ears if you'd like. And he does that. Barnabas got too horny. <laughs> He'd like this a little too much for my It comfort. was I the whole time that he was doing those sounds of like, oh, yes, thank you. I, I was just like, wow, they really had Malcolm McDowell in a recording booth doing these sounds. Just being like, oh, my goodness. Yes. yes this is the best feeling I've ever felt. Thank you. Yes. Um, so now Mike and Scott are OK, like on the football field. They're like, hey, we're both jocks now. Like. Scott's cool because they're finger banging after the game. (laughs) Yeah, basically, but that's the end. Is like everything kind of goes back to normal, seemingly, and all these kids, I guess, are keeping this secret probably about what happened. They probably forgot. Do you think they were mind wiped? Barnabas fully was like, "Roof, roof." Barnabas said, and then they scratch my ears. But he doesn't know that if he does this, it it triggers my memory wiping power. Oh my god. You have to scratch the back of my ears to wipe. <laughs> what? Anyways, um, that's it. And now I'll read some IMDb reviews that I picked. IMDb. 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 Okay, I picked... 
itchy reviews. And one is bad and one is good. And so this first one, this bad one, which is 5 out of 10 stars, it's written by Xanatos. Xanadu. And it's called, Did the Writer Die Before He Finished This? First of all. First of fucking all. Why would you assume that the writer is a he? Because in fact, Xanatos... The writer of both it's this a film woman. and this book is Kathy Mackle. So how dare you? Uh, also, this was written. This review was was written in April of 1999. So literally when it came out, someone had IMDb.com at this time on their PC. Okay. On their either dial-up. The computer went for them to type. So this. here's what they said. The first two-thirds of this movie are so neat and so funny that it is such a shame when the final third is so downright stupid and remedial. It is about a boy who feels like an outcast at home in school that he tries to summon aliens using his satellite dish to take him away from Earth. After a lightning incident, aliens finally do hear him, and some of them come to try and take the boy away after he has had second thoughts about leaving. Some of these aliens, especially the lawyer alien, is are very hilarious. But then the writing screws up when the boy his friends team up with the school bully to face an evil zookeeper alien. This bully befriending and cliched evil alien make me wonder if we changed writers within the movie. That feeling ruins can of worms. They said 5 out of 10. Okay, okay what? Weirdly enough... Obviously, Xanatos <laughs> didn't know this when they wrote this review, but there was some writing things that happened. So here, let me tell you what happened. Oh. This says, according to okay. Wikipedia, Insider after knowledge. her first rewrite on the film's script, Kathy Mackle was replaced by a new writer who did three rewrites. However, Disney was not impressed with the script and rehired Kathy Mackle, although very few of her suggestions were used for the script. K- Kathy Mackle re- then got solo screenwriting credit um, because of the way the WGA works. So, so basically, she has writing credit, but most of the writing credit is from that other writer, I guess. So mm-hmm. that is interesting. But either way, it sounds like it was still one writer for the most part. Because it says they didn't really use any of her stuff. So, how dare you, Xanatos? Wait. So, Kathy Mackle wrote it. Then they hired someone else. Fired that person and then rehired Kathy Mackle? So, Kathy Mackle wrote the book. And then she wrote the script for the... That's all I heard. Can you hear me now? Kathy Mackle wrote the script. Or the wrote the book, okay. and then she wrote a script for the movie, and then yes, they brought someone else on. They were like, "No, no, no, no! Mm-hmm. You need to do rewrites." And someone did a, a few rewrites oh, okay. of it, and then they were like, mm, "No," and then they brought Kathy Mackle back on, but they had most of that script mm-hmm. still, and so she has her name on the script. Because the way the WGA works, you have to, like, if you re- work, like, a certain amount, if you write a certain amount, do a certain amount of work on a thing, it's very weird how, like, writing credits work. Sometimes you can mm-hmm. get, like, a full 
writing credit. Like sometimes it'll be like I wrote a whole ass script. You did a couple things on it, but because of legalities and stuff, you like the way it's billed as like written by Juan and Sarah, even though you didn't do much. You know, even though you're a parasite. I mean, I feel like I do a lot. Anyways, um, <laughs> so that's just a little weird thing about the writing. But once again, I will read okay, the book and word. see if this is actually what the story was in the book. What if the Thode wasn't even a thing in the book? Who knows? Anyways, oh this last review is a positive one. It's by C. Chavez0149. Sounds like an alien to me. They wrote it in July 2013. It's 10 out of 10 stars and it's called The Entrapment to Our Escape. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> me, 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 me. Okay. Beautiful movie. Great imagination and way of presenting common issues. As the main character gets trapped in an environment that mimics his hometown, it does not quite replace it. This speaks to we as a society or individuals offer others a comfort area or object in order for others to feel at home. However, we miss the most important things, which are the connections that have they have to home, not home itself. The alien that collects other creatures and provides them an environment which mimics their hometown may genuinely be trying to help these creatures be happy as they can do as they please in their restricted area. However, he does not see that solitude is not for everyone and that objects, such as a house, is not as important as the relationships they have in their day-to-day experiences. Many times, we too wish to just be abducted by aliens, if only for a moment, to not live in such a chaotic world or have to face our fears. However... Who is this we? (laughs) However... It is not until we realize that our world has more to offer than our presenting problems that we begin to value it. I watched it as a child, and for several years, still remains a great movie. Perhaps now the special effects may not be as powerful, but if you allow yourself to see the movie for what it is and perhaps attempt to see it through a child's eye or through someone who is eager to please others, someone who wants to get away... Or someone who began their journey with something in mind and lost their purpose on the way, you may greatly enjoy the film. Okay. Um, for a second there, I thought they were gonna be a Thode apologist because they were like the Thode was just trying to do what he thought was best. But, honey, let's not put people in prisons. No, 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 no. I don't think the Thode was doing anything Yeah, in Disney Channel movies and in real life. Let's just say no to prisons. Am I right? Um, And now we can read uh, some tweets. Oh, come on, Twitter. Let me see here. I know Jared sent a bunch. But I know Emily. I think Emily was the first one. So let me go to Emily. Caesar from Emily at Emily Jean Palmer. Um, Mark Mothersbaugh did the music, so you know it's gonna slam. Oh, and then Emily said slap is what she meant to write. Slam or slap? I like slam. Uh, this is like Halloween time, but for aliens. I'm different than other humans with the SpongeBob gif. <laughs> with the, yeah. This thing. <laughs> with the SpongeBob meme. Um, let's see. Um, 
His dad reminds me of Mitt Romney. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Ew, he does. <laughs> I see it in my mind's eye. Um, my favorite game to play with Halloween dances in 90s movies is Spot the Cultural Appropriation. I'm sure there was some. I just didn't notice it. Um, I believe it, too. I hate the alien. It's so gross. How do the aliens know English? And they all seem to have used car salesman personalities. That's what I'm saying. They're all late night infomercials. Um, being in a human zoo wouldn't be so bad as long as I had nature and a friend. Emily, you say that now, honey, but you're in there forever. Emily, you say that now, but there's children in cages and I don't think they want to be there. Um, and then Emily's last tweet is, what a weird ass movie. <laughs> And I think that that sums it up, I think. That sums it up. Yeah. Um, let's see. We also have some tweets from Jose. Do you know the way to San Jose? I've been away so long. I may go All right. We got some tweets from Jose at J. Contreras Junior. Oh, Junior. At Jay Contreras Jr. Gonna attempt Can of Worms, but might fall asleep. I vaguely remember this movie and that it was weird. Um, where did Mike get all this tech? That's a good question. Where th- I think the parents are just buying it for him. They're just like... They're probably like, if you do football, they're, we'll give you this football stuff. Or this computer stuff. They're, they're like early 2000s parents that were like part of like the internet boom. You know what I'm talking about? Like, 2008-era parents that, like, once the internet started coming around, they really invested in it. I mean, no, not not 2008, but, you know, like, pre-crash, like crash, pre-like housing oh. crash of 2008, like, when a lot of people were like, oh, I'm about to buy a bunch of internet stock kind of shit. Like, that's what these parents are. Um, let's see. And then Jose had two more tweets, and then maybe... I assume fell asleep. Uh, I feel... Jose <laughs> says, I feel like I remember the kid with the ears from the promos. Um, the kid with the ears? Nick? The one from Under Wraps? He means Nick, yeah. I straight yes, up yes, thought he one. meant the alien with the... <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about the Henry... The Hansel. Whatever the thing is called. No, I thought he meant yes. the used car salesman guy. With the, like, antenna. The Ew. Antenna uh, and then the mm-hmm. last tweet from Jose was, how are the cheerleaders cheering in the rain but not getting wet? And that was the last time we ever saw Jose. Jose Jose's last tweet read, does anyone else feel a little sleep? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, thank you, Jose, for... I don't know how much you got th- through it, but thank you at least for the few tweets that you did send. It's the thoughts that Thanks for that trying. Yeah, much appreciated. Um, and then these last ones are from Jared. What up? I'm Jared. I'm 19, and I never fucking learned how to read. Jared, in typical Jared fashion, sent so many tweets, so I'm going to skim through them real quick. These are from at Jared underscore Van L. <laughs> no, I'm not being rude. Like, Jared, again, said I did too many. Um, the first one I wanted to point out is that Jared says, wait, is that Luke from Halloween Town 1 and 2? And I don't know who you're no. talking about. Mike? I think he's talking... No, I think he's talking about Big Eared Boy. Hmm? 
I think it's talking about from under Nick wraps with the big ears. No. Yes. No. Um, no anyways. So. Also, Jared uh, mentions that the, it the sounds like the Halloween Town music. Same person, so yes, everyone thank caught you, Jared. on there. Um, let's see. What kind of computer class is this sister taking? I never took a class like that in public school. Oh, yeah, the sister's like, can you help me with this? And he says... That's that's what I'm saying. I think this is like... I think this is like when computers, like, at home computers started to, like, be super popular. This is when you had to, like, like, really learn, like, like, what a motherboard was and stuff. Yeah. Motherboard from... From Cyberchase, yes. Motherboard and... This was why Cyberchase was created, was because of this internet boom. Oh, my God. You're right. Uh, Anyways... Let's see. Um, wait, does Mike's nerd friend who might be Luke? Oh, so you, that is who Jared thought was Luke. I wait, told does Mike, you I can Does Mike's it. nerd friend who might be Luke have a crush on the jock bully? I. Oh? I think mm. at least Mike has a, a crush, whether he knows it or not. Nick? Yeah. Possibly. Um, Let's see. Uh, how is the football bully controlling Mike's computer? Is he also a nerd? Also, did their teacher think she was about to have sex with the principal? She got it on. That's true. Um, let's see. Uh, wait, Caitlin, his crush, is the head cheerleader, and she wants him to tell her a story. He's known for that. Also, the look he just had on his face was not in, I just want to tell this girl a story face, if you know what I mean. He he needs to close his mouth. Oh. <laughs> Mike needs to learn how to shut his fucking mouth and just, like, not be open mouth all the time. I totally get it. Um, wait, the centerpiece is on fire. The bully started a fire. Also, uh, poor Mike. But what is this le- What is this leaving the dance acting so strange? Let's see. Um, Caitlin saying, um, what was both heartbreaking and hilarious? This dog is a good actor, the talent. I thought the same thing. I thought, this dog doing a damn good job in this film. Um, Ew, I remember this gross slime alien, Nightmare Fuel. This is Nightmare Fuel. No, you are not his new best friend. (laughs) Jared had a war flashback. My God. Um, This ADR on Disney Plus is so bad. There was something... That I remember being like, was that ADR? But I don't remember what it was. Um, let's see. I'm suing you for wasting my time. Okay, Slimer. I'm going to start saying that to people. I'm suing you for wasting my... Okay, no. Slimer. <laughs> I'm suing you for wasting my time. Oh. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, okay, I vi- vividly remember the scene with the five different aliens. I won't say it again. Nightmare fuel. Um... LOL, this movie just said A-cab. What the crap, a pig mask and these claws? I forgot they tried to use Scott as bait. Uh, Did he just say Ska? Ska? Scott. (laughs) They put on some Ska to lure in. They said, pick it up. up. Uh, Of course the Thoad looks human. I forgot about that. You hated that frog tongue face. The Hansels are telepathic. Yep, sounds about right. 
Yay for releasing the aliens. The portal for the police and the police alien. This is the funniest part of the whole movie. Um, mm. Okay, the fact that the police are good guys in this is how I know this movie is an awkward 90s metaphor for stranger danger. Um, and then the last thing that Jared tweeted was, why? Why does he belong on the football team? Why not join the computer club or something? Is it because Caitlin's the head cheerleader? Yeah, you think he would yes. have been like... It would have been more interesting, I think, if it was like, oh, maybe like Mike stays on the football team, but like Scott also goes to like computer club or something, and then they start dating. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that would make a little more sense. That was just a thought I just had popped into my head, but thank you everyone for your tweets. Juan, what are your final thoughts on the movie? I like this decom. I think it's mostly because it's short. Like, it's not super long, and it's not trying to be anything wild. It's just, like, trying to have fun. I don't know. I I definitely, like, watching this after watching Upside Down Magic is really telling on, like, the shift in decom, like, quality. Like, yes, the effects are, like, a little bit better, like, to spend more money on them. But, like, overall... I think the storyline and just the pacing of it is way better in the earlier decoms. I think they just really used to, like, I know that Upside Down Magic was based on a book, but I think back in the 90s, early 2000s, they would, like, find these random books and then just, like, turn it into a movie, and that was so weird. Like, was Stepsister from Planet Weird based on a book? Whether that was or not, like, those early ones where they're, like, they're that weird. Those they like. There were some weird ones. They just don't make those. Anymore. No, they don't take the opportunity. They don't. Everything's take the risk. very polished. Everything's very either a musical or like upside down magic. Like was kind. It wasn't like weird though. Like it was like magical and like you know like very imaginative. It was like but, trying like, to. It was very. I want to call it the Frozen storyline. Yes, yeah, so you've you've said style that before, of telling, yes. where it's very like it was it, it the power was inside you all along. It wasn't a boy; it was your sister. You know what I mean? I um, mean, even just that storyline of like, oh, going to a new school, and it's like like it, it. We talked about how it felt very like Halloween Town, uh, the fourth one, Halloween Town University, Return Halloween Town, but like this thing about like a kid wanting to be abducted by aliens and like leave earth is such a random thing that like you just don't get random stories anymore they're all very like new kid in town like new kid in school like zombies was essentially like these new kids at this high school new kid at school but you're not like everyone else you're different but learn to embrace the fact that you're Mm -hmm. different so yeah i would love if they made some like weird ass decom like now if if all of a sudden they were just like meet this girl this is a story about a girl named lucky um meet, meet zabugula and she's like half zebra <laughs> yeah sure like whatever like i'll watch it you know take a risk take a chance on me meet michaela she's not like she's other not girls. like other girls she's half because zebra she's- yeah. <laughs> um. What? So, what are your rating? What's your rating for this? 
I'm going to give it like a good like 3.6. I don't know what I give. I think I, what did I give upside down magic? I don't know. Lord knows. I hope not anywhere close to this one. I like this decom, but for like a lot of different reasons that aren't like the best ones. It's not like the script was amazing. It's not like the characters were mm-hmm. amazing. I like it just because it was fun. If that makes sense. Like it's a good, just fun movie. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think I'm going to do three and a half and it's mostly just because it is so weird and bizarre like it is such a risk like if this was made today it would be like a risk it's not it's not like formulaic like you've never really seen this story before like yeah you've seen stories of like i'm not like the other kids i'm an outsider i don't belong but but the fact that it was all these aliens coming in and i think the aliens look really cool and like very 90s they look very like i don't know reminds me of like goosebumps or something Yes, yes, very, very much yeah. so. It doesn't look, it doesn't want to be polished yeah. is what it is. It doesn't want to be like, look how it, like, it looks pretty the gross, aliens are. And that's really cool. Yes. So yeah, th- this, like you said, like the writing isn't anything great or anything. It's not like, it's not like there's different like elements production wise that I'm like, this is amazing. It's like, really like I'm giving it that extra half star because it is so weird. And that like... Yeah, it's just so different from if you think of, like, Camp Rock or, like, Cadet Kelly even. Like, this is just weird and left very left field, so. And, th- yeah. There's nothing to overcome. There's just a villain to beat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we both say a- around three and a half, three point six. 3.6. All right. Yeah, I want more movies where there's, like, just a villain that they have to defeat and that's it. Like, I want, like, a... I don't want to be uplifted. <laughs> I just want to get fight a monster okay all right well those were our thoughts on can of worms consider this can closed uh and now let's talk about the one the only all right gang we're here to talk about iris iris is our podcast artist if you look at our podcast art right now wherever you're listening whether it's stitcher spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening you're gonna see ooh, our cute little faces in a bubble um wait no yeah, not right now this is september bitch um oh you're yeah right, you're right. so you're gonna see us in a cute little bubble and that artwork based on a movie we just mentioned stepsister from planet weird um was created by iris the art was created by iris our friend who is an amazing artiste and if you would like to follow her you can do so on twitter and instagram at creamsicle panda and if you want to go a step further and support her you can do that on patreon.com slash creamsicle panda give her like a dollar a month you know what's that a pack of gum not even gum's expensive probably i haven't bought gum in years um yeah, have you guys ever played Supermarket Sweep? They'll tell you how much gum costs. Anyways, that's Iris. Uh, Juan was getting a little confused because our October artwork uh, this year and last year is done by our friend Mara, who you can find at uh, Garden Slug with two Gs at the end and then an underscore um, on Instagram. So ne- for our next episode, when we do our October episodes, our Halloween extravaganza, um, you're going to see some new spooky artwork. It'll be from our friend Mara. So check her out because she's cool. And then you'll already be following her when we mention her next week. And we're like, look at this cool new art Mara made us. You're going to be like, oh, I already followed her. Um, so yeah, thank you, um, 
to yeah. them. I know Juan needs to go soon, so... Uh, yeah, I turned off the camera because I needed a change. <laughs> oh, you ch- okay, okay. Um, you can follow us everywhere at Planet Weird Pod. Uh, and if you want to support the show, leave a rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe wherever you are listening. Um, if you want to support us on Anchor, there's links in the description. Thank you to the people that already support us there. That's Emily Palmer, Alexa Pratt, Natalie Hernandez, and Ivy Galactic. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. Speaking of subscribing, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. And we just put up a new YouTube video, which we just mentioned at the beginning of the show. So go watch that if you haven't yet. We put it up last Friday. So And there's more videos coming for the month of October because we like to get spooky. So... Make sure you're subscribed there because we're going to give it, be making very spooky videos there. Um, we also have new merch up on TeePublic that you can go get. And if you buy now through the end of the month, which I guess would be the last day would be today when this goes up on Wednesday. Uh, now through the end of the month, if you buy anything in our store, uh, except for masks, which I'll, t- I'll talk about in a minute. But um, all of that money will go to the Bail Project. And uh, if you buy a mask... Uh, not just through September, but whenever, this month, next month, next year, um, if you buy a mask, all of that money is going to Helping Hands for Navajo Nation, which is a local uh, organization here in Arizona to help uh, the Navajo Indian community uh, get resources during the pandemic because they are like one of the most affected uh, groups yes. in Arizona. So we want to help them out. And so buy a mask, help them out. Why not? Um, and then our October hoodies, because y'all voted on hoodies, our October hoodies will be up for pre-order on our website on um, October 1st, which will be the next day after this goes up. So be on the lookout. Just be following us and we'll keep reminding you about where to get it and for how long they're available. And we'll keep you up to date on all that. And... Upcoming episodes for October. Umama. Umama. Umami. Um, we're gonna get we we're have gonna get so spooky. Much. We have there's only four Wednesdays in October, so we only get to do four episodes. Um, but some spooky ones. Um some fan favorites and some that you might be like, What? Who is that? Um Next week, we're going to be doing Scoobert Dubert, that Scooby-Doo, the live-action movie with, you know, Matthew Lillard, Freddie Pins Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, Linda Cardellini, and then a CGI dog. Um, and that episode we are recording, let me check my notes. Yes, we are recording that episode on October 5th. So get your thoughts in, your emails, your voice messages, your tweets about Scooby-Doo. Get them in before October 5th. And then on October 12th, we'll be recording our Coraline episode. Um, That's a fun movie, and we did a commentary on it last year, except we didn't release it because, oops, the audio got all messed up. So this time, let's just redeem ourselves and do an actual proper episode on the movie. That's one of Juan's favorites, so that'll be fun. Um, On the 19th, we'll be recording our mostly ghostly episode Ooh, rl stein's mostly ghostly that's like a tv movie i guess never seen it but i know some of you have seen it heard of it so we're watching that and then our finale week of halloween episode Ooh, look at you you got your mask all dry 
our finale, our October 26th recording episode. It'll go up that Wednesday that week, but recording on, on October 26th, we're recording an episode on Double Double Toil and Trouble, the Mary-Kate and Ashley Halloween movie. So that's a creepy one. And uh, watch that. Watch all of those and send in your thoughts. And thank you, Evan, for listening. Make sure you're like Juan and you're wearing a mask, you're washing it, you're drying it, and then you're wearing it out again, okay? Um, Juan, do you have any last words? Mm-hmm. I'm late for work. All right. Well, that's it from Juan and me. Uh, <laughs> hey, Paco, what's up? He can't hear me. Juan's brother's behind him. Get me out of here! Thank you, Evan, for listening. Goodbye. Take me away! If only your background was animated, it would actually look pretty cool. We're recording. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I already said goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.